All right. Hoity toity, hey here we go. Here we go, here we go. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Oh, shit, I didn't listen to your... Are you hey, doing hey. that poip noise? Yeah. Okay. Let me make sure. Oh, shit. That? You do that really well, yeah. Way too well. It sounds like the fucking iPhone <laughs> notification You don't have an sound. iPhone. I know, but I've, mean, I've heard it. Why, am, why does that make me an ingrate? Because <laughs> you don't have an iPhone. That doesn't even make sense. Okay. All right. Stop fucking do that. That's going to drive me absolutely out of my mind. of the We Don't Wanna Podcast. This is the show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes about your favorite shows. We're your hosts, I am Scott, and joining me as always, Godzy was strong then. It's Zachary <laughs> Attackery! That's a good intro, that's a good intro. I What's just up, thought I'd give you a quick one. Uh, you know, just a little, just a little hot and spicy, quick one intro Dude, there. We're coming in hot with, uh, with the Bobby. Dude, he the intro lines, man. He comes in hot, and his is that his only scene in the episode is he's on the the war, the yeah, war yeah, yeah, yeah. story scene. He's on well, fire no. in that in that scene. Whether whether or not that is his only scene, I can't. No, yeah, remember. I think that is his only scene. You're right. Um, this is the we don't want a podcast. We are talking Game of Thrones. Of course, uh, episode three, burr, 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 burr. Lord Snow. Uh, how are you doing today, buddy? I feel like we don't talk uh, anymore. Let's talk. <laughs> we only talk, we only like, talk on for this. probably five hours every week. True. At least, bare minimum. Big true. <laughs> and every day when we're playing games together. Uh, I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. Uh, it's my day off, so Hell I'm yeah. in full chill mode. I don't have my contacts in. Uh, got my glasses. Yeah, so coming I can out see here looking screen. like a fool, dude. <sighs> Big fool. Big fool. I don't have my <laughs> hair done, did, which is why I've got this hat on. You know, just a little sneak peek behind the curtain for you folks out there. Uh, this is this is all natural. That's I just all... took a shower a little while ago. This is how. This is how That's your luscious out. locks, baby. Oh, dude, I, I love it. it. It's so sexy. Yeah, shake it for me. Yeah, give me that. Yeah, let it go down in front of your eyes. Emo mode. Big time emo Zach. Give me emo Zach. No, 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 no. That's for episode eight. That's for episode eight. Okay, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we are doing episode three, Lord Snow. Um, what do you say we jump into the recap here? One, man. It, it is a good episode. One, it is a good one. Um, we will jump. Uh, in- yeah, let's let's do this fucking thing. Why don't you? Tell us what uh, what happens in episode three. Yeah, for sure. We'll we'll hit the quick and dirty recap here, and then and then chat about it a little bit. So we begin in King's Landing, where Ned and company have finally arrived. Ned and Jamie do some verbal battling, and we learn how Ned's father and brother were killed by the Mad King. Ned joins the small council meeting, where we meet King Robert's brother, Lord Renly. Uh, the Master of Whispers, Lord Varys, Master of Coin, Lord Baelish, and Grand Maester Pycelle. 
fuck that guy. <laughs> Seriously. Our boy Bobby B has the realm in debt, and Ned is not too happy about it. Queen Cersei and Joff have a chat about what he'll do when he's king and how the Starks are their enemies. Ned does his very best trying to te- trying to deal with his daughters and their problems. Cat, our girl Cat, arrives in King's Landing and has a meeting with Varys and Littlefinger, uh, also known as Lord Baelish, where we are told the Assassin's Dagger once belonged to Littlefinger before he lost it in a bet to dun, 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 Tyrion Lannister. The Imp. In the North, Old Nan tells Bran the story of the White Walkers, little lore dump here, and we learn Bran doesn't remember anything about his fall and that he will never be able to walk again. At the Wall, John beats the shit out of all the Night's Watch recruits, and Sir Alistair Thorne is an absolute dick to him. True. John laments that Tyrion was the only one who told him the truth about the Night's Watch, and Tyrion helps John accept his place and befriend his fellow recruits. Back in King's Landing, Littlefinger promises to help Ned and Kat find the truth about the assassination attempt on Bran. Queen Cersei is worried that Bran has woken up and what he might say about it. Jaime says he does not care, and he'll kill anybody and everyone that tries to keep him from loving Cersei. (laughs) Gotta love that passionate... Passionate, passionate incest. Bobby B, Jamie, and Sir Barristan Selmy oh, I love Sir Barristan. share some war stories. It's a great scene. It's a great scene. Far in the east, Viserys is a giant bitch. And that is all. That's all. Nothing else happens. That's all that happens there. Nothing else to see here. He's a giant bitch. <laughs> John gets his first look from the top of the wall. His uncle Benjamin is going to range beyond the wall to investigate some troubling reports. And John wants to join, but Benjen refuses him. We learn that the Night's Watch is in rough shape from Lord Commander Mormont and Maester Aemon, who ask Tyrion for help from the king. Daenerys' handmaid cops a feel, and we learn that Danny is pregnant. She's pregnant. 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 <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> Tyrion finally pisses off, the t- pisses off the top of the wall, and he says his farewells to John. John asks that Tyrion help his brother Bran if he can. Arya has her first sword fighting lesson, and we meet Sirio Pharrell, the dancing master. Sirio goddamn Pharrell. What a ball. Man, it's a packed episode. You know, what's crazy, dude, is like, I, I, I may have said this last week. I feel like I always advise people to like, hey, just get past the, the first few episodes. Yeah. But fuck, dude, there's, there's so much I know. here. It's, it's insane. I forget how much, and this remains true throughout, but like, I feel like these early episodes is like so much movement and like plot yeah. development is happening. There's also like little bits of world building like peppered in here and there. Uh, it's It's kind of crazy when... When I sit down to like, you know, when we sit down to like write these recaps and stuff, I'm like, shit, man, a lot happens, man. Yeah, <laughs> There's a and, lot you know, that happens. It makes it tough because as as somebody who just loves to talk about this stuff, which I mean, we're going to be doing plenty of that, obviously. No way. Um, There's still a sense of like restraint that I have to have mm. 
because I want to info dump. Sure. I want to be like, oh, when they say this, it means blah, 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 blah. Or this is our first mention of X, Y, and Z, and it's just super cool. And, right. and I, and I want to be able to do that, which we'll have the time to do that at, you know, uh, as these things kind of come to fruition. But um, I, I am having to practice constant restraint it's tough yeah no definitely we've 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 kind of made it a an effort to keep these episodes a little bit shorter than like our harry potter episodes for example uh what yeah i mean we're not doing two and a half two and a half three hour episodes (laughs) for a one hour episode of television uh but hey if you do want us to go deep if you know what i mean and really (laughs) not possible getting on (laughs) First of all, not going to happen. Sorry to say. Second of all, uh, let us know down in the comments if you want us to take our time and really dig in on some lore stuff a bit more. Uh, we'll, we'll, you know, take all that under advisement. But for now, um, what what jumps out at you, Zach? What do you want to talk about? General well, thoughts for this episode. So there's OK. So general thoughts. General thoughts. General thoughts. Um. There, well, I, I mean, I, I kind of already gave a little bit of that. Just yeah. it, it still surprises me how much happens and how much is set up and doesn't feel like, like fluff. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we talk a lot about how, how efficient, you know, the pilot episode was, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's not to undercut how efficient the entire fucking season is. For sure. You know, it's, it's insanely packed with uh with just really good information and if you are watching it intentionally to learn the world and to learn the politics and to learn what's going on i mean you you can watch it five times over again and learn something new yeah every single time and and to kind of piggyback off of that uh it's kind of crazy how so uh, so i think i mentioned in the very first episode uh how closely this first season follows to the book uh, right. When they do change something, more often than not, it's actually they have added a scene that is not in the books. Uh, a prime example does happen in this episode with uh, the scene we've talked about enough already, uh, which is, or not enough already, uh, Bobby B, Sir and Selmy, and Jimmy We can Lannister. never talk we about it. We can never talk enough, about so. it. Uh, this scene does not happen in the books. So it's a damn shame. One might say that oh perhaps this scene is fluff as you say but this is one of my favorite scenes of the entire episode and i think it it does a great job of you know world building uh giving us great character moments for uh obviously jamie and bobby b also introduces us to sir barris and selmy who we hadn't met before i don't think Right, no, um, yeah, we hadn't. Um, and it's it's such a good scene. It's so funny, and then it turns, like, deadly serious, and it's just, man, I love this scene to death. And and having having watched several times, it's one of those scenes that, if, if you're on your first watch, uh, you'll probably be like, okay, that was funny, mm-hmm. you know, the whole bit about, uh, <laughs> the is that what empty means, <laughs> or... The Lancel no Lannister. What do you mean there's no more wine? What do you mean it's empty? There's no more wine. Oh, is that what empty oh, means? It's so good. Uh, I love it so much. Um, 
which you know that's all fun and and so you may like it for that mm-hmm. and, and you might like the serious conversation that's happening you know right after that but when you watch it a second time and you you realize a lot of the things that come with um i guess diving a bit deeper into to some of the backstory with some of these characters uh it just it's just so much better yeah. it's just so much yeah. better um i have some notes on that scene too uh said the the absolute respect yes. that you can feel between Jamie, Jamie and Barristan well is fucking insane one way probably mostly um i feel i feel like Barristan still respects the the hell out of his 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 ability yes probably his swordsman ability it's it is crazy with how arrogant we have seen Jamie be throughout this series of like how high on himself he is this is i think the first time that he's like shown legit respect for someone other than himself where he's like and if giving barristan like that was the best move i've ever saw when you killed simon toying that was crazy yeah and that's like it's those little (laughs) things that again if if you haven't read the books or you don't realize the the lore um that scene is built to show you like yo we're talking to arguably the best swordsman in the seven kingdoms he is a living legend literally oh yeah um and yeah so so not only that but like just the you cut you start to see and we we've we've had talks about it like between uh robert and ned but like robert's kind of mired in this depression where he just pines for the old days you know like he does yeah. not enjoy he peaked in high school right. and he's, and he's done, he dude. literally is like uncle rico uh he, he used to throw a football a quarter mile um he does not enjoy being king and he just wants to reminisce about his glory days and it's it's a very funny scene but it's also very sad when you kind of get down to the the core of it uh and then we get our first well, kind of a second hint because because there was the conversation between Ned and Jamie earlier in the episode of a b- big talk about the Mad King in this episode. Oh, yeah. So my note on this says, <clears throat> and we get the first mention that Ares the Mad King was saying, burn them burn all. Burn them all. And Robert's face when he's listening to Jamie tell him that mm-hmm. upon rewatch seems to have a really heavy note of realization. Yeah. Uh, and there's just so much behind that. Yeah. It's, it's so good. This, uh, I feel Fuck. like, yeah, after seeing one particular scene in a later season, this, this first hint of, you know, the mad King saying burn them all and what he was capable of will truly, uh, be more important much later down the line. Um, yeah. One more quick hilarious part that I really want to shout out that I don't know if I've ever noticed before is when he sends, when Bobby B sends out Lancel to get more wine, Lancel opens the door and Bobby B says, tell your cousin to get in here. And then immediately after telling him to tell him to get in here, he immediately just yells, Kingslayer, get in here. Get in here. And I just love it so much because he's like, tell your cousin to get in here. Never mind, I'll do it. Get in here. 
Dude. Uh, King Robert, I mean, sometimes he's, so he's such he's such a fucker. Oh, he is. He absolutely is, but he's so funny. Oh yeah. He's so funny. Um, um we, we So go ahead. Did you <laughs> Did you know I was just gonna inform you mm. that uh when the king shits the hand wipes. The king shits did the you hand know wipes. This? I did know this. I think they changed this. I don't think this is exactly what it is in the book, but now I can't remember. Uh, You're yeah, turning into a, an insufferable I am, I know. book. I'm not saying it's bad. I, I actually love this change because uh, it's very, very funny. This is a speaking of that scene. Uh, this is a big episode for both of those two characters, Ned and Jamie. They oh, have yeah. big roles in this episode, and I knew Ned was obviously very prominently featured uh, in a lot of these early season one episodes, but I did not realize how big of an episode this is for Jamie as well, and I I love that scene between the two of them um, where they yeah, talk there's, about there's how, just a how lot of tension, family died. I feel like. Um, oh, yeah. It's, it's in the throne room, right? Yes. And the last so time, there's a there's a lot of history there. The last time Ned walked into the throne room and Jamie Lannister uh, was there to greet him, Jamie Lannister was sitting on the Iron Throne with uh, the dead king at his feet and a bloody sword. So this is very reminiscent for old Neddy boy. Um, speaking of these two scenes, I would like to nominate the both of them. Oh, our, okay. Both of them. Both huh? of them. I love both of these scenes a ton. Uh, we did not have one last episode. Uh, I love both of these scenes. The the one between Jamie and Ned is is pretty short and quick. I think that one's better, but it's very good. I love them both. I'm putting them both on the list. So, and you can't okay. stop me. So, what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> All right, fair enough. Fine. Um, another part of this is that uh, we get we get a little bit more kind of info on Ned's father and brother. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's mentioned in episode one that, uh, that two Starks went down to King's Landing and rode South. Yeah. And did not return. Yeah. And did not return. And so we've had mention of it, but this is the first time that it's kind of spelled out. Right. And uh, Jamie spells it out to Ned. <laughs> to be a real dick and also to give us some info dump. Right. Um man, it's it's fucked up. So yeah, we we learned that uh that the Mad King Ares had um what were their names? Uh Rickard? Brandon and Rickard, yeah. And Rickard, yeah. Um uh burned alive in the middle of the throne room. Well, so actually uh I think he might have eventually burned him if I remember correctly, but his father was burned and uh Brandon Ned's brother actually he they he they tied a rope around his neck basically and he strangled himself trying to rescue his father more trying or less. to save yeah. him wow uh, so it's super fucked up uh, the mad king that was is so fucked super mad and like uh Ned says like yeah you stood there and did nothing basically and Jamie you know to his credit is like 500 there. men did nothing but like I don't know what you want from me. And then yeah. not two minutes later, you know, basically Ned is, you know, reprimanding him for stabbing this king in the back. And right. I love that Jamie comes back with, well, if I stabbed him in the belly, would you think better of me? 
Dude. And it's just like, it's such a good, Jamie has this kind of more. Like, yeah, I fucking did it. dude. Yeah, like, it's, I don't know if it's a realistic worldview, but you know, Ned is so chained to this like honor thing where it's like, yeah, you stabbed your king in the back. And Jamie's like, well, if I had stabbed him in the gut, which would that be better for you? Like, I don't know what you want right. from me. Uh, it's a really, really good scene. And yeah. I like it a and lot. it's it's funny too, or I guess maybe not funny, but like it kind of ironic too that Ned is so bent on this like being honor bound uh thing that like mm-hmm. I mean Ned was at war marching on the capital. Right. Like King Ares would more than likely have been killed anyway. Right. Well, I think it's it, what Ned's problem with Jamie specifically is that he was sworn to protect R- sure, the king right. as a member of the King's Guard. But I mean, you know, as, you know, Lord of Winterfell at the time, Ned was, you know, quote unquote, sworn to protect the king. Sworn to protect the king. So, as well. yes, it's, it's there's a lot of like, you know, kind of double standards, double man. standards and that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, another good line, man, they go back and forth in this thing so well. It, when Ned tells him, like, oh, that's very handsome armor. There's not a scratch on it. And Jamie's just like, oh, yeah, men have been swinging at me for years, but no one's been able to touch me. And Ned's like, oh, you've chosen your opponents wisely. Then They're just going back and forth, just, like, well, trading and, these And blows. I think what's even more menacing is is that Ned tells him, yes, you know, you oh, you must choose your opponent, opponents mm-hmm. wisely. And Jamie almost, like, takes a step towards Ned, and he's like, yeah. I fucking do. He's like, yeah, I've got a knack for it. Like, basically, I'm choosing you, and I know that you're not going to fucking touch me, uh, is basically what's happening. So, uh, another thing I'd like to point out, just in these earlier episodes, kind of as a whole, especially if this is your first time watching through, um, a lot of time passes between Mm. scenes. Yeah. And I know that taking myself back to the first time I watched it, uh, I, d- I don't think I really accounted for that. Um, you know, it's it's several months to ride from like, you know, Winterfell to to King's Landing, right? Um, you know, and in a matter of like twenty or thirty minutes, we have uh, like Catelyn show. Catelyn arriving, yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, just keep in mind that like there is a lot of time for all of this stuff to be getting uncovered because mm-hmm. uh, sometimes it can feel like oh, a lot's happening, and he's been here a week. Uh, but no, the dudes, I mean, this, this is already over the course of several months. To be fair, a lot is happening, though. Um, right. J- quick shout out. This is a really good ep for uh, loving the way Ned talks, which I know you and me do love. Uh, <laughs> it's a boy. Boy, he says the butcher's boy. Should have said boy. a prayer for the butcher's boy. And then the <laughs> one I especially love is when he says, oh, the same dole maker makes all of Princess Missilla's toys. Toys. The, the toys. <laughs> the toys. <laughs> I haven't played with dolls since I was eight. I love Fucking I bitch. love my boy Ned. Toys. Dude. Mercedes. Yeah, toys. Oh, toys. man. Uh, another thing that I love a lot is Tyrion and Jon's friendship. Um, It's kind of really only, you know, man, looking back, it seems like, oh, yeah, they were best buds for such a long time. It's really two episodes. You know, they shared right. that moment on... Uh, the road uh, in the last episode and now here they are at the wall and Tyrion's about to leave but man it's just every time those two interact it's good stuff uh, you know obviously John was very kind of mistrusting of him and didn't like him at first uh, well I guess it's technically three episodes they did have that chat in the first episode about bastards right. and stuff 
but it's really really good i love how Tyrion kind of helps john accept his place uh being at the wall and i feel like he gives him a lot of perspective he does because he you know he basically like you know tells him like yeah you're better than them yeah they suck none of them have ever held a sword in their lives before and you were trained by a master at arms a knight uh also like listen the world didn't have any place for you being a bastard of winterfell uh just like it didn't for them either you know and right, right. so you're all here together and it's you gotta it's learn a to big moment together. of growth yes. for john um he he has kind of for a long time had a had a very um i guess negative look on like on his life right on how all this right. was affecting him uh, which rightfully so. I mean, it's fucked up. You know, he's severely mistreated by Catelyn and uh, not able to be truly accepted by, you know, the Starks as a Stark mm-hmm. because he's a Snow. But uh, it just it gives him a lot of perspective on like, yeah, man, like I I have had it rough, but like I've been thinking so close minded and and just in my own, you know, box. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he grows a lot. I mean, in a scene or two later, I mean, we see him, I mean, true leadership, you know, showing from him, which is kind of our first kind of like foreshadowing of him being a great leader. For sure. Uh, which is great. It's, it's a good scene. Um, it's a good turn and Tyrion, I think is a catalyst on making that happen. I'm I'm a big fan of it. Yep. It's awesome. I, I love their friendship a lot. Um, we also get... Uh, another scene that I am a big fan. Man, there are some great scenes in this episode. I feel like there's a lot. No. Uh, we get the Ned Arya yes! um, needle scene, man. I, I have this. I, I literally have. I adore the scene between Ned and Arya uh, written down here. It's such a sweet moment. Like, he's he's Ned's just like a dad doing his best here. He's like a single dad now almost. And he's just doing his Dude. best with his like unruly <laughs> teenage daughters. But this is like such a sweet scene between him and Arya. I do love this. Yeah. Uh so he he gives her the speech about like you know, we're family. Mm-hmm. We have to stick together, which is which is a great father-daughter yeah. speech, especially considering kind of their situation. And um and he just lets her be yeah. who she is, yep. and I fucking love it, yep. dude. It's so goddamn good. Um, He's just like, if yeah. you're gonna own a sword, you're gonna learn how to you're use gonna it need properly. To learn how to use it. Uh, it's yeah. yeah, it's a very very good scene. I love how he comes in to you know like get her in trouble and like reprimand her, but then it just turns into this sweet like. You know, he's like, do you even know what you were doing? And, you know, she breaks down and tells him, like, she asked the butcher's boy for help and she thinks it's her fault. The butcher's boy. The butcher's boy. Uh, <laughs> and he, you know, reassures her that it was them. You know, it's not her fault. Um, it's a it's a great scene. I do love that scene a lot. Um, I have yeah. a note here that says Serio Pharrell rules. And that's it. That's all I have to say about that. Dude, that dude, it's all rules. that's needed, man. It's all that's needed. He rules. Um. So, so Sirio Pharrell is from Bravos, mm-hmm. right? Cross the narrow sea to the east, which is um one of them. Is it like the? I don't know if they have like capitals per se, but it's just like one of the free cities. So, uh, yeah, no, it would just be 
it's kind of its own, I believe, kind of city state, basically. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, a free city. Right on. And that's so Master Illyrio is from, is from that area, but he's from Pentos, which is right? another city state, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. But there's no like governing ordinance. That's why they're the free city, like the free cities. They just all do their own thing. For separate from each other. Yes. Correct. Gotcha. Cool. It's my um, recollection. So. Daenerys, mm-hmm. your favorite character. Yeah, let's hear. Let's hear what she did uh, well in this <sighs> Man, episode. Buddy. I didn't give this much thought. Uh, she does not let. No, this. It's uh... not a good thing. <laughs> um, she... <laughs> she. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't know. This was not... Viserys just being a giant bitch, and she's just like, no, I don't want him harmed. Which is just like, what are you doing, girl? This guy fucking sucks. Let them harm him all they want. Um, boy, what else does she do? You need some help? It, yeah, give me something. I do need help. I feel I feel like she is we we've mentioned this, but I feel like we see it even more so in this episode. She is growing into a Khaleesi. She she tries to assert her like yeah Khaleesiness. That's definitely a word, and to be like ah, I order the column to halt as long as it pleases me. Whatever. Uh, sure. She's. She's establishing she's a, some form. She's yeah. also growing in a leadership capacity. Her authority, sure. I guess. She's still letting her brother walk all over her, and I'm not happy about that because that guy sucks. But Dude, he sucks so hard. Dude, Viserys sucks. He is a giant bitch. That's all. It was in the recap. I have it. Here. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, um we 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 decided to have oh before we jump into that you have to say something nice about cat what did cat do do i have to yes that's the rules the arbitrary rules that we have invented um cat uh makes it to king's landing <laughs> wow that's way worse than even my attempt um she, she keeps ned from killing littlefinger true true big win which for by Kat. the way is a great fucking scene it's a too. great fucking scene that actually segues nicely into our next uh, oh yeah thank you for that our next little uh tidbit here our next segment uh we have our counter we're not counting uh how how many times people are dicks to john anymore though we might go back to that but we did decide they were gonna switch it up from now and now and then uh this time we noticed immediately that ned is pissed a lot in this episode he be pissed off, so we decided to Ned count be pissed. how many times that Ned gets pissed in this episode. Zach, how many times did you count that Ned got pissed? I have four. Okay, I... There's one that I didn't know how to count because it's it's the small council scene. He's kind of just constantly pissed through the entire thing, so I didn't Whoa. know to count it as separate events or just one Okay, so I have, so mine arguably could be cut down to three, okay. but okay, so my first one is 
he's not outwardly pissed, but you can tell he's fucking pissed. Uh, this dude just shows yes. up to King's Landing, <laughs> literally rides up to King's Landing, looks like shit, smells like shit, tired as hell, and he's oh like, hey, yo, God. you gotta go to a fucking uh, small council meeting. This fucking messenger dude. <laughs> and then he's like do you want to change into something more appropriate and Ned's like hey fuck you buddy yeah, he does not say a word but you can tell the look he gives this messenger he is so pissed he is seething I absolutely had that one as my first one um, okay I, I love that one he's so pissed you can tell the dude looks like hammered shit poor Ned just rode for a month yeah, and you know what's funny too is like the scene from him being outside in the light mm-hmm. to cutting to like being in the small council chamber. Uh, he looks worse. He like, does, yeah. like it's it's probably just like you know like yeah. they filmed it on different days, but like he had like dirt like caked on his face and like he just looked bad. He had big bags under his eyes. The poor dude looks exhausted. Uh, definitely during the small council meeting, that was my second one. Just yeah, the whole finding thing. Out the crown is in debt. Yep the the debt. Uh, the hands tournament. Uh, he is just furious. And then the third one I had was when what we just talked about when he nearly killed Baelish when Baelish takes him to the brothel. Okay, so that's on my list too. But um, I also have uh when him and Jamie talk shit to each other. Okay, in the room. yeah, I didn't know whether to count that one or not. He they're they're trading barbs back and forth. He's touching tips. He's they're touching tips. He's a little bit more reserved, (laughs) but you're right. He's probably pissed. All right, so we got four. I think we can agree. Uh, Big four times Ned was pissed in this episode. It's a good uh, good time for Ned to be upset. Yeah, you know what? A lot to be upset. I feel like most of these were very. They were deserved. They were they were warranted for him to be pissed. I love how Baelish is taking him to a brothel to see his wife, and Ned is just not having that. And just starts choking him. You're a funny man. You're a real funny man. <laughs> love Ned so much. Dude, okay, also, I've got to say this. Um, I don't think that there's any Peter Baelish stands out there, but, I mean, there probably are. This guy. Uh, you stand for this him, guy, or I he's love. just like, he's just fine? I like, I like Littlefinger. I like Littlefinger Dude, quite a bit. I fucking hate his acting. He, oh, that's right, you do. I forgot about this. I fucking hate his acting. Nah. It's so, like, choppy and bad. I, I just, I don't see it that way. I think he's just, like, such this and, sleazy, and the fact that he scummy has, character, like, and I love it. Well, but he has these, <laughs> these fucking lines that he says to himself out oh, loud. Oh, yes, that does. Because yeah. it's funny to film it, and, like, I don't know. It's like the the whole like slow minds, uh, stocks. stocks, the stocks, yeah, slow minds, quick tempos, fast, what, yeah. uh, you know, whatever the fuck. <laughs> it, like his his accent, his um delivery. It's it's just awkward and uncomfortable, and I hate it's it. It's definitely I, I fucking hate it. A little corn, corn. Uh, but I adore it. I love all his little, like, no, the way no, he talks. No, no. He's just, he's such a sleazy little fucker. And I do, I'm, I'm a big, I, I like Littlefinger. So there you go. I, I don't like dislike his overall character, like in terms of like, I think he's super interesting. Mm. Uh, but I just simply don't like his performance. That's fair. I don't like him on screen. Um, 
a couple people who have really good performances that we have not touched on yet is uh, at the wall. Uh, our dude Yorin, we get introduced to in this episode. Fucking hell yes. Uh, love Yorin, who is the like recruiter, recruiter for the Night's Watch. Um, he's hilarious. Uh, that line he has about eating the bear. And Tyrion goes, and what do a bear's balls taste like? And Yorn just goes, a bit chewy. <laughs> I love so much. Uh, Yorn is my yeah, he's boy. He's probably the coolest nice watchman. I probably, but then we also do get introduced to Maester Aemon, and he might have something to say about that because Maester Aemon fucking rules. And we don't get a lot of him here. We will get more of him later. I'm thinking of one particular scene in this season that is fan-fucking-tastic. Uh, can't wait to get to that. And we also meet get to meet uh, Lord Commander Mormont, who, in case you didn't catch it, is... Are you talking about, are you talking about Kill the Boy? Uh, no, that's way later. That's way, way later. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't place it on the time. Well, there okay. you go. Well, you'll just have to wait and see. Uh, Lord Commander Mormont, who is Sir Jorah Mormont's father... Um, the old bear. The old bear. So, a couple new characters here at the wall. I like all three of these characters a lot. Oh, Alistair Thorne. This is our oh, first Oh, yeah, true. To Four Thorne. new characters at the wall. Yeah, Fucking Alistair Thorne. Menacing piece of shit asshole. He I love is. Him. Uh, he is a real asshole and just not generally a good person, but <laughs> this dude plays him extremely well. I do not know the you actor's know, name off the top of my head, but he's so good. I, I don't either, but he, um, so the super kind of like side note, way off topic here. Um, oh boy. So the actor that plays Alistair Thorne mm-hmm. is in a show called um, uh, Discovery of Witches. Okay. It's uh, so one, one of my friends loves this book trilogy. It's it's a it's a modern like witch. Uh, <laughs> magic trilogy thing i don't know okay. it's interesting it, it it does have some cool notes but she convinced me to watch the show uh which is it airs on Witches? sundance now okay do you even know what sundance now is I, every fucking network has their own streaming service now so i'm sure no it's... Wh- i guess what i'm saying is like i was baffled that i was like okay hold on like, does this have any production budget? Because what the <laughs> fuck is Sundance now? I've never even heard of this. Fair. Anyway, uh, it's not bad. Okay. It's it's a little cheap. It's a little cheesy. It's a lot cheesy. But anyway, this is all Sir to say is in it. Okay, he's in it, and his performance is phenomenal in it. I mean, he's he, this dude is so good. He's a very bro. good actor. Yeah, he's he's fucking awesome. He, he's a dick he in is. both. But yeah, he's a badass. He plays he plays Charles Thorne extraordinarily well. He does it's, play with dicks really well. Yeah, God damn it. <laughs> uh, it's one of the things that continually, you know, we touched on this in the first episode. But one of the things that continually We've touched on dicks. We touched episode, on dicks in the first episode a lot. <laughs> it continually impresses me, dicks. Uh, <laughs> yes, dicks, dicks continually impress me. <laughs> Uh, the casting in this show, like even your third and fourth, like string characters. I don't want to, you know, I'm not trying to insult my guy, Alistair Thorne here, but he is not like an important character at all. And yet, I mean, 
mean, listen. He, he is what he is. But, like, even so, his casting is incredible, and the performance he gives is incredible. And it's just, like, where are you finding all these phenomenal English actors to yeah. just crush these roles? And it's it continually his, impresses his name me. Is, uh, his name is Owen Teal. Okay, yes, that's great. I did know that. Um, good stuff. Uh, love the yeah. stuff at the wall in this episode, uh, for the most part. And and we meet the small council, so oh, which yeah. is a lot of other. Ca- yeah, I mean, so there's just so much being introduced <sighs> Jeez, here. Yeah. Um, and and I feel like the more we talk about it, the more I come to realize, like, the more you come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the yes. more I talk about it, the more I come. <laughs> True. <laughs> the more we talk about Game of Thrones, the more I come to. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I wish it was that easy, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, listen. Uh, no, it is that it easy. Is. For some of us, it is. <laughs> All I need um, is some. Never the, mind. <laughs> the more I talk about it, the more I am realizing that, like, this can be like sensory overload. Oh yeah, well character and, overload for sure. And so much can just be like muddied by the fact that it's just so much at once. Right. And uh, it, like, you know, I mean, we. Anytime I tell somebody to to watch Game of Thrones or it's their first time, it's always like, you know, hey, make sure that this isn't like the show you put on when you right. go like cook. Or wash dishes. Like, make sure this is a show that you're like sitting down and intentionally watching. And um, you know, people will roll their eyes, but like, dude, talking about it right now, it's like, no, seriously, this this will not set in unless you are being intentional about watching this shit. And also, if you didn't catch, I think we mentioned this this advice in the first episode: watch with subtitles on. It helps with oh, hell yeah. learning names and things like that so much easier. Um, yeah. big help there. Uh, any other general episode thoughts you wanna you wanna hit before we jump into our final segment here, Zachy boy? Um, I just I just can't wait for Sansa to grow up and not be a little fucking baby ass all the time. She's uh she's a little insufferable in these early episodes. Uh, Arya is definitely the one that you root for because she's cool and like. You know, like fight the power. Not, not exactly, but like, <laughs> fuck what, <laughs> what all everyone wants me to be. I'm gonna be my own thing. Fuck the patriarchy. Fuck the patriarchy for sure. Uh, while Sansa is just like, I am the patriarchy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's not how that works. No, but... <laughs> not even a little bit. But uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I just shit myself. Oh boy, I wish I could hear it. Weird, I'll pump my volume that was up. A weird thing to say. I wish I could hear it. I wish I could hear it. Hear it. Uh, let's uh, just immediately pivot uh, to who be thrown in. Hey, who be thrown in? Um, who be thrown in <laughs> our weekly segments where we discuss and rank. Uh, I love when you give give our own background music. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> Production quality is Production quality well. is through the roof. Um, <laughs> so this is our weekly rankings 
of uh, who we like, who is doing good things, who is whatever we feel like. Uh, last week, we ended with uh, King Bobby B, Robert Baratheon, retaining his top spot at number one. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks running. Uh, Queen Cersei jumped up to number two. She had a big ep last week. Uh, number three, Arya Stark jumped onto the rankings for the first time. Same for Danny at four. And then uh, I had to fight hard to get uh, this lovely picture of Brand's Direwolf Summer here uh uh sneaking into number five zach zach hates wolves and all manner of dogs as i believe what we established and he didn't want this to happen and i was like nah dude come on he's just not thrown in but look i'll give you your wins he was thrown in um i gotta admit i did not give this much thought this week i don't know where to start well you thinking so i okay so yeah i i've got i feel like with Ned assuming his position more mm. and kind of attempting to kind of like pull everything back together and like start reining in all these loose ends. Mm-hmm. I, I think that Ned is absolutely a contender. I agree. I think Ned probably jumps back onto the list this week. I think we can already, just for you, easy peasy. I don't even think Summer was, if he was, he was very briefly in this episode. So I'm going to take him off the list right now. Um, um, let's throw I Ned think, on there for now. I think that we also need to uh, consider John back on the list and maybe... John, uh, I was going to say... Maybe Arya off? Maybe. I was going to say Tyrion, I feel like, had a very good episode um Tyrion yeah. did quite a bit uh you know who did quite a bit Tyrion <laughs> no way uh you know who else did quite a bit that we've talked a decent amount about <laughs> is my boy Jamie um let's see anyone else Lancel we need Lancel Lannister to make this list more wine more wine um i don't think daenerys did enough to stay on the list this week yeah but she's a khaleesi not a queen yeah so we're just gonna take her off (laughs) (laughs) okay fair enough uh i feel like i don't know if cersei did enough either we're just gonna get shit on uh by all of the fucking daenerys Fans. I'm fine with that. I can live with that. I've been dealing with it for forever. You, you know, I, feel I feel like I can't deal with it. I feel like you helped convert people to realize that Harry sucked. Mm, true. Maybe maybe we'll have the same effect yes. with Daenerys. And see, here's the thing is like she hasn't started her suckage real descent into suckiness quite yet. So if people are wondering, like just right now. Why I hate her so much. I mean, Drugo Drugo might confirm that she's descended into (laughs) something. She got them good lessons from that one girl. She got them good, good lessons. Uh, I don't know if Cersei did enough to stay on the list. I think if we bring her down... Okay. I think this is our five, unless you have objections. I I I think Ned to second. Okay, I can 
I don't know what I just moved. There we go. Ned to second. I I'm fine with that. I kind of want to put. I think Arya to fifth. Yeah, she she does fine. I think either Tyrion or Jamie is third. Wait, we have six. I miscounted. Arya off. Yeah, I agree. I think Tyrion or Jamie at third. I think John is five. Really? Yeah. Because if not for Tyrion, Tyrion is definitely ahead of John. If not for Tyrion, John wouldn't be able to do the few cool things that he did. I think Tyrion goes three, Jamie goes four. Hmm, okay. What do you think? I love how we just uh, know and assume Ooh, that Bobby actually, B stays at one. <laughs> actually, actually, hold on. Uh-oh. Do you have a late addition? I think I do, and I think he needs to take the place of Jamie, and I think it needs to be Littlefinger. Mm, I somehow knew you were going to bring up Littlefinger, and you might be right. Hang on. I enjoy Jamie in this episode. I enjoy him more in next episode, but um, he he also doesn't necessarily do a lot. He has some really good lines that I love a lot. Littlefinger, where are you? Hey, now's a good time for me to tell you guys that you should check us out on our Twitter and Instagram at we don't want a pod to keep up with all of the cool uh happenings that Scott and I are doing. Uh if you are new here on if you are new here on YouTube, consider uh, subscribing, liking, commenting. Every time. Every time. <laughs> you fucking suck, dude. I've got uh, yeah, a lot consider, of images I'm juggling here. Consider doing that whole thing. Uh, become a part of the community. Hang out with us. Follow along the videos. And also, if you're finding us on YouTube and you've never listened to the pod before, you can also listen to the audio version of uh, all of these episodes as well as all of our Harry Potter, One Piece, Lord of the Rings, The Wheel of Time, uh, general movie discussions Ooh. all on our podcast. Uh, we don't want a pod, of course. And you can get that wherever you listen to podcasts at. Spotify, wherever. Apple, wherever. Uh, so do the goddamn thing. It uh, would mean a lot. And uh, yeah, we love you guys. Zach, what do you think about this? I have dropped Jon Snow down. I have moved Littlefinger Peter Baelish to four because I do agree with you and dropped Jamie to five. I think Jon's quote unquote wins in this episode are actually mostly Tyrion's wins. And I agree with you. I... Peter does quite a bit. I will concede John off, but I think Baelish and Tyrion switch. Ooh, okay, I don't love that, but I can live with it. I just, I just feel like it's becoming increasingly apparent that Littlefinger is in some shit. Like this dude, this dude is. <laughs> This dude has his little finger in some places. All kinds, you know, all kinds of kinky shit goes on in that in that whorehouse, uh, for sure. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, is this our list then? Again, we do, we, we didn't even for a second consider that Bobby B doesn't stay at number one. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, look, man, Bobby B. <laughs> so if, <good>. like, <laughs> if you're not watching season one for. Uh, like the drama, you're at least watching it for Bobby B's oh, fucking quick clips, dude. <laughs> this guy, so Mark good. Addy is a fucking I, legend. Dude. He is, he is a fucking legend. Uh, so yeah, King Bobby B, Robert Baratheon stays at number one for his one amazing scene. Uh, Ned, uh, definitely, you know, doing some things, being pissed. In this episode, being real pissed, being a real pissed. Uh, Peter Baelish is uh helping Ned and Cat question mark and uh just kind of you know being a sly son of a bitch Tyrion a lot of good stuff helped John out a ton at the wall Tyrion makes good quips we didn't even talk about the scene between Benjen and Tyrion which is which is a pretty solid scene um yeah but Tyrion, dude have great. I told you that Amanda is obsessed with Benjen oh really just like how yeah. hot he is yeah she thinks he's so hot I can see it. Amanda just looked over at me and went. <laughs> Hell yeah, Amanda. Hell yeah. Um, I'm with her. You know, I feel like this this fucking guy looks like a cross between Nicolas Cage and Adam Driver. True. He fucking looks like, like the love child of those two men. It's a Sco- Scottish accent, I believe, not Scottish, oh, Irish, you. one of those. Uh, it's a cool accent. I dig it. Um, I do like Benjamin a lot. Uh, him and yeah, Tyrion scene was great. T- anyway, Tyrion Lannister at four and Jamie Lannister at five. Burn them all. Um, is that is that our list? Is that our who be thrown in this week, Zach? I think that's the who be thrown in list. I think that's yeah. our who be thrown in. Um, anything else? I think I think that is uh, in a nutshell. Game of Thrones episode three, Lord Snow. Um, very quick addition to. Uh, our self-promotion earlier, mm-hmm. we also, at the time of this releasing, we also have a Discord that is up and running that I am running. Uh, you I will better make, make sure, sure you get on that. Hey, look, I already have it up. Okay. It's, it's there. Oh, excellent. Um, so I'll make sure that the link to join that Discord is in the description of the podcast and of YouTube. So check that out. Come hang out. Talk with fellow... Um, what should we call our, our homies, Ooh, our I, listeners? I don't know. Let us know down I, in the comments what we should yeah. call you. <laughs> call them the wannabes. The wannabes? The we don't wannabes. Oh, yeah. that's not bad. Wannabes is not bad at all, actually. Yeah, it's not bad. That's maybe the... Yeah, join the wannabes. That's yeah. it. Fuck it. Okay, We're just let's do it. it. Done it. That's, that's one of the best notions you've had <laughs> ever, Zach. <laughs> <It's bad. laughs> All right, wait, hold on. Are they the de- uh, are they the don't wannabes or the or the wannabes? I think don't wannabes is just a little too wordy. I just kind of like wannabes. A long time ago, I wanted to just call you all the dipshits. Yeah. Um, but Scott said uh, that that's too mean. Probably. And Scott and is I'm the biggest the, dick I'm in the, the world. Asshole of this crew for sure. <laughs> So you're welcome for me saving yeah, you from being shit. called dipshits. But That's hell, so if if enough people comment and be like, yeah, dipshits, you know what? Who could say? Maybe you're the maybe, dipshits. All right. Maybe that's what we go with. We will catch you guys next week. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>